Hello, you beautiful people out there in podcast land. My name is Paul Workman. I'm Zach McCoy. Sing out, Louise. Oh, Trav's not with us this week. Oh, no. So we are your two-thirds of the Oscar Grouches. Welcome to the Oscar Rescue Podcast Thursday show, Thursaysy, where we take a look at the oeuvre of an Oscar winner and knower of cinema, Mr. Martin Scorsese. And Zach, what are we watching this week? We're watching... We were going to be watching Final, but it wasn't available anywhere. So, thanks, Discovery. Mm. <laughs> we're watching Pretend It's a City, which is a documentary with a taken after our own hearts, a couple of earnest grouches rant and rave about life in New York City. Excellent. Excellent. This is your first time seeing this. It is. Is it your first time? It is not. Uh, oh. So we only watched the first episode for this, but I've watched this whole thing. Oh, you have? <laughs> yes, oh. I have. Okay. Are you, Are you kidding me? Fran Leibowitz and Martin Scorsese <laughs> together? What isn't, what isn't in my interest? Was this nominated for anything um, before I say anything? Okay, yeah. We, let's have a little awards breakdown. Break it down! This got nominated for one primetime Emmy. Hmm. And that was for Outstanding Documentary or Nonfiction Series. Okay. <clears throat> so Scorsese, Fran Leibowitz, and David Tedeschi all got nominated for this. Cool. Of course, David Tedeschi, as we have talked about, was a co-director of The 50-Year Argument. That's right. Uh, Ted Griffin, Emma Tillinger-Koskoff, Josh Porter, and Margaret Bodie all nominated as well. And that's our awards breakdown. So uh, there's seven episodes of this available, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I am going to go back and watch this because I enjoyed this and I must admit I don't know Fran Lebowitz as well as I would like. I've seen a couple clips of her on Letterman over the years and like on Bill Maher, but I I haven't read any of her um books or seen any of her like does she do I don't know if it's so much stand up or uh, I mean anyway speaking yeah, just kind of speaking engagements. And I haven't seen anything more than this was the most I've I've seen her speak. Oh, uh, I I'm mostly know her as a personality. She's mm-hmm. uh, one of those affluent New York women who pops up in a lot of things. Yeah, and as you said, like on on like Bill Maher and stuff. When I used to watch and or enjoy his yeah stuff, which I don't anymore. No. Um, he sucks. Yeah. I used to watch back in the early 2000s, but not so much anymore. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I, I mostly knew her as a personality. And I've read some of her stuff, but I, I'm not going to pretend to be some like. Right. Well, she's delightful. Yeah. Oh God, she is. She is a <laughs> wonderfully kvetchy Jewish woman. And I love everything about that. Yeah. I. I think I'm a Kvetchy Jewish woman at heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, God, this this is just fun. This is just it is. a fun, sweet little thing. And yeah. I love watching Barty just have a good time. Yeah, he's laughing so much in this. And <laughs> he's he, got such deep, earnest laughs. He does, and he is just enthralled with everything she has to say. Mm-hmm. He, every time she says something, he is just guffawing or giggling or something. He just 
you could just tell he loves being in her presence and she seems to have quite the presence to be in. Yeah. And I mean, I was going to say some of the, you know, some of the things are typical, uh, um, you know, rants or complaints about people on their phone and stuff, but she, she has a way of making it, um, unique and clever like by telling the story of the guy on the bicycle who was like was he eating it <laughs> eating has <laughs> he's texting in one hand has a piece of pizza in the other and he's steering the bicycle with his <laughs> elbows <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh god yeah no just all the anecdotes all the mm-hmm. the little things little asides that she has the way she the way she like derails her own her own stories with asides oh, <laughs> so wonderful to listen to so i've still in my life never been to new york city and you've just recently been um, yeah. i liked how she was talking about all the plaques on the ground and how <laughs> it seems like a lot of people walk past them but like they're there for her um did any of the neighborhoods and things that you have a visit uh have those kind of plaques on the ground. Oh yeah, they were all over the place. You, oh, that's awesome. You cannot escape them, cool. especially in Manhattan. Like so much history and so many things have gone down there that they're you can't look anywhere without seeing some kind of like history. You I just, love that. Yeah, yeah, you just turn a corner down a street and you're you're gonna bump into something to read. Oh god, and the whole, the whole storyline, the whole story she tells about the. The L train being shut down for funny smells. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the subway. Does it smell worse than normal? <laughs> yeah. The story about the 70s. You know, you hear about New York in the 70s, and I mean, you got the porn shops and the sex shows and wild New York, and <laughs> gets her. Uh, windshield broken because she had what an apple yeah. and a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I, I called the cop over. I mean, they didn't you know call them. They were just on the street. <laughs> well, what you think was gonna happen? You're leaving those valuable items visible. And I I couldn't argue with him because he had a point. <laughs> oh God, this whole episode could just be us saying lines from this thing. It's yeah and it's shot really well too like shockingly oh yeah documentary doesn't need to be shot as well as it is and i was wondering when it was filmed i saw here that it was right before covid because it what released 2021 early 21 um but it was filmed before then so i was like i thought it must have been because you know if it had been i'm sure the streets would have been a little different and but just seeing her walk through the crowded streets (laughs) so purposefully watching where she's going everybody else is oblivious and i i love her purpose i love that the title of the film comes from just the concept of people living on top of each other the way that they do in new york Mm -hmm. and being oblivious to other people it's like you know pretend that you live in a city (laughs) just pretend are all of the um episodes just her and marty talking i mean i know there's some some documentary footage like in her Spurs kind of to complement what they're talking about sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's that's pretty much it. You get you get the restaurant interview, and you get that that one interview where it's it's him and her on the stage together, and the one where she's at she's doing the speaking engagement. 
mm-hmm. where it's where it's just her on stage, and then some other things like you know we got that one that one interview with Alec Baldwin <laughs> with weird hair. <laughs> I don't. <know>. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what. It... I'm not kidding. When he popped up on screen, I did not remember his hair looking like that. <laughs> I said to Leanne, "What the fuck is going on on Alec Baldwin's head right now?" <laughs> I should look back and see what he was filming in 2019 or something. I think that's his, uh, his, just his interview show. Hmm. Like it was, it was on NPR for a while. Okay. They would just take the, the interviews from that show and put the audio on, on NPR. Um, and he just, he just interviews people. Yeah. I've listened to one that was him and him interviewing Billy Joel, you know, and they're both a couple of Long Islanders. So yeah. that's what most of the interview was about. But I don't remember him having any brown in his hair in like two decades. or something. So I don't know no, what was going where on. Where did there. that come from? <laughs> brown and straight. Anyway. Yeah, that, I don't know. Uh, yeah. We'll look at his filmography and see if we could find out when that interview specifically <laughs> took place. Yeah. But, Oh man. And then, and then all the clips of the New York Dolls, a band that I... Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and fucking, the building just fell down. The building just fell down. And nobody was like, oh, my God, the building fell down. We all were like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and then Marty says it was like one of three buildings that <laughs> fell down that year. It's both terrifying and hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and you think about, she's saying that they used to go see the New York Dolls in that in that building and... You have to think, oh man, it's so lucky that that place wasn't fucking packed with yeah fans of the New York Dolls. Like, oh my god, I, I wish um, you know people talk about time traveling and stuff. Sometimes I'd I'd I wouldn't want to mess with time too much, but I'd go back to certain uh, small concert venues like that and I'd pop in on shows like you know see the New York Dolls or see the Ramones or mm-hmm. or, or see uh nirvana or something when they're first in a little seedy bar or whatever it's just yeah love to get in on something like that yeah yeah that'd be cool so it's it's fun it's it's so delightful yeah delightful is the perfect word and again i (laughs) i love old people complaining as long as it's not like the same boring kind of complaints right and they you know they've got enough uh self-awareness that they're not like lifting themselves up you know she makes jokes about you know not being allowed to live anywhere else or yeah no, nobody wanting her and <laughs> yeah. apparently some people you know find her off-putting yeah she's she says that she knows a lot of people find her aggravating and i and i can imagine that but i don't know she just has so much personality and vigor that right i've i've met women of her ilk that I find very interesting. So I'd like to think that me and at least I would right. find her charming in real life. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, any other things you want to bring up before we move on? Um, no, other than I would uh, recommend people getting into this and, uh, you know, I personally am going to watch the rest of this and then I'm going to look at some of her other stuff. I, I looked up a clip that I, I was looking back to try to see something that was a little older and it was her and Letterman on when he had a morning show, which I didn't really know much about his morning show. (laughs) (laughs) And the people in the comments are like, Oh my God, this is so awkward and awesome. Cause 
any morning show now is so yeah everything you know here i am complaining and whatnot but just um got that manufactured feel but this was just the two of them sitting down talking and it was okay for them to kind of be awkward or but they were both so smart and engaging at the same time it, it just felt natural and i was like yeah this is cool i wish you know we had more um talk shows that allow that kind of natural stuff they're out there but they're not the ones that are popular or in your face right all right well let's get into our worsty judgment Where is this sitting on your Thursday's rankings? I feel like uh, if I watch more of this, maybe it'll go up. Right now I have it at four stars, a respectable four stars. And I have it at my number 27 um, above the key to Reserva and right behind Shine a Light. There we go. Excellent. How about you? Uh, I gave this five stars. I think just this episode alone is was worth the time I spent watching it. If it was just this 30 minutes, I think it's good enough. Uh, I have it up at my number 11. uh, So sitting right outside my top 10 and I have it right above Wolf of Wall Street in which Fran Lebowitz plays a judge in. Oh, okay. And I was, I was really sad when I was doing the schedule for this and I thought we were going to miss it for other things. So I guess I'm happy that vinyl didn't exist so we could talk about this a little bit. It's nice. If you like this first episode, it, it doesn't let up. It's so much fun down Good. the line. Excellent. All right. Well, what are we watching next week, Zach? Next week, we're back to a Marty narrative film with the Irishman, which you can stream on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. I, I also picked up the criterion copy this past year. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well then, Trav, we miss you, but we're going to thank you for producing our podcast. You can catch Trav on our sister podcast, Love and Adventure. Thanks. We like to thank Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme song. We like to thank Megan and Jay Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at OscarsPod and on Facebook at the Oscars Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. It really helps us be seen in the almighty album. I forgot to say something funny. But that's okay. Life happens. Yeah. Uh, so, for Zach, Norman, and Tram, and uh, we'll just say she's so wonderful. Yeah. We'd like for you all to have a day and find out.